Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. It's Christmas Day, and some of the children, along with their friend Big Country, are visiting Tiny Town, a community next to New Garden. In our Bible study, we'll be learning about the separation of the sheep and the goats. Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Jacob, Maria, what are you guys up to? We thought we would stop by and see if you and Esther wanted to go with Big Country to visit Tiny Town. It's all decorated for Christmas. I don't know. Isn't Big Country creepy? And doesn't he look weird? So does his mother, I hear. Big Country always wears orange sweatpants, a green leather jacket, big work boots, and a dirty old ball cap. And his mother wears an orange dress, a green flower in her hair, and ugly-looking work shoes. Don't worry. Once you get to know him, Nehemiah, you'll like him. Sarah, could you grab the brownies we bake for Big Country and his mother? Sure. I got them right here. I'm going to be the first one to find a tiny person that lives in Tiny Town. There are only little houses in Tiny Town, Jacob, not people. You're right, Big Country. I don't see any tiny people. Look at those tiny houses, Jacob. They sure look like they were built for tiny people. Wow, all the streetlights are decorated with those beautiful green wreaths and pine cones and tiny, tiny white lights. Esther, why don't we draw a picture of Tiny Town when we get back? That would be so fun. Hey, you kids. Thanks for the box of brownies. They're not stale, are they? We better get back down the old logging road and over to Mr. Gunther's so he can tell us some more weird stuff about 2011. Can I ask you a question about Matthew 25, 31 to 34, Mr. Gunther? Sure, big country. Can you read Matthew 25, 31 to 34? Okay, Matthew 25, 31 to 34. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Isn't this after the rapture or the tribulation is over, Grandpa? Well, Maria, we've learned in Mark 4.34 that Christ spoke in parables. And we must remember that God is the author of the Bible, and his word comes from his mouth. Jacob, can you read Mark 4.34? Okay. 
Mark 4:34. But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. What's a parable, Mr. Gunther? A parable is an earthly story with a hidden spiritual meaning, big country. Every time we look at anything in the Bible, we should study carefully, always praying that God would help us to find the hidden spiritual meaning. What's going on in Matthew 25, 31 to 34, Grandpa? Sarah, Jesus is describing the fact that he is coming in glory and that he will be sitting on the throne, which means he is reigning and before him shall be gathered all nations. What does that mean, Mr. Gunther? Esther, the Bible teaches that when we get close to the end of the world, there will be a separation between the true believers and those who thought they were true believers. I think Matthew 24, 40 talks about separation too, Mr. Gunther. Really? Would you like to read that for us, Nehemiah? Sure. Matthew 24, 40. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Mr. Gunther, do you mind if I ask you another question about Matthew 25, 31 to 34? Sure. Go ahead, big country. What is God talking about when he speaks about the goats and the sheep? The sheep on the right hand represent the true believers. The goats on the left hand represent those who are not saved. God also speaks about this in Matthew 13, which is about the separation of the wheat from the tares. Do you mind reading Matthew 13:30, big country? Okay, Matthew 13:30. Let both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of harvest I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Wow, that also reminds me of the five foolish virgins and the five wise virgins. Exactly, Maria. God is again emphasizing the separation of the five foolish virgins from the five wise virgins, in Matthew 25, 1-12. Can you read that for all the boys and girls listening at home? Okay. Matthew 25, 1-12. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in the vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go rather to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. It's all about separation, you see. That is what is going on today. God is separating the true believers from those who think they are true believers. And that is why it is a time when we must listen very carefully to what the Bible is teaching 
because otherwise we might just be one of the tares or one of the goats or one of the five foolish virgins. You told us before that nobody can be saved after the rapture, right, Grandpa? Yes, May 21st, 2011 is the day of the rapture as well as the first day of 153 days of judgment. On May 21st, 2011, the door to salvation will be shut forever and nobody will ever be able to enter into heaven. Are the true believers going to get new bodies on May 21st, 2011, Grandpa? Yes, Sarah. Can you read 1 Corinthians 15, 51 to 52? Yes, 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 52. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. And the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound. And the dead shall be raised, incorruptible, and we shall be changed. What are they going to be changed into, Mr. Gunther? Nehemiah, they will be changed into super glorious bodies that will be eternal and perfect. Does anybody already have their new bodies, Mr. Gunther? Yes, Esther. There are a handful of people who are already in heaven in their new glorified bodies, like Elijah Enoch and Moses and a few others that rose from the grave when the Lord Jesus was resurrected. Everyone else who ever became saved will go into heaven with their glorified spiritual bodies on May 21st, 2011. Thanks again, Big Country, for this canister of cookies. This is a pretty Christmas canister, Big Country, but uh, there's no cookies in here. <laughs> Just some crumbs. Oh, I bet my little brother Scooter ate them. I'll have to get him in a headlock for that. Well, Mr. Gunther, Merry Christmas and enjoy the crumbs. Well, boys and girls, it looks like we've come to the end of another program. No, no, let me say it. Hey, you kids. The program is over, and we hope you have a blessed Christmas and a Happy New Year. For a free audio CD of today's program, write to Treasures from the Bible and Kara Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. Today's program is titled Christmas in Tiny Town. We hope you enjoyed it. And be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Have a blessed Christmas. Christmas.